You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Thursday edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here, as always, talking some Penn State football. Today's episode is actually going to be kind of shooting around the country a little bit, kind of taking a glimpse at some of the storylines that are happening outside of the world of Penn State football. And, of course, we'll be tying some of them into how it relates directly to Penn State, if at all. But I figure it's now it's probably a good time to just catch up with some of the other things going on around the country as we're getting spring football underway. There was a coaching change made within the last couple of days. We'll talk about all that in today's episode. And, of course, we're also going to take a look at some of the headlines coming out from the world of professional football very interesting development between the XFL and the CFL. Take a look at that later on in today's podcast as well. But of course, this is Locked on Nittany Lions. We talk Penn State football. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We also want to make sure that you never miss a single episode by subscribing to this podcast on whatever app you may be listening to us today on, whether it's Spotify, Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you use to listen to podcasts, whatever you're using to listen to my voice right now, make sure you subscribe, then leave a rating and a review. It really helps us out as we continue to try and improve our placement on those various podcasting apps. Can't do it without you guys, so thank you for all of the support there. You can also reach out to us on our social media feeds. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram using the same username of Locked On Nittany. So make sure you give us a like, give us a follow, give us some retweets, all that good stuff, and interact with us. Send us your questions, send us your comments. We get them into the podcast as we record them. I'm always checking the mentions just to see if there's anything that somebody wants to hear addressed on the podcast. And we do these podcasts every day, so why not submit your questions and your comments and help add to the show in that way as well. While this is a daily podcast, I will remind listeners that I'm actually recording this podcast before I got a chance to see what happened in the Big Ten tournament between Penn State and Nebraska, the Big Ten men's basketball tournament getting underway uh, Wednesday evening. Of course, Penn State was playing in the later game. I did not get a chance to see that. I will try to throw out a quick post-game podcast for you guys if you are a subscriber, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. Maybe just a quick audio update just to kind of see where Penn State is and what may be happening uh, later on today. Of course, uh, the next round of the Big Ten tournament continues today when Penn State, Nebraska is getting Wisconsin. Uh, once again, it'll be the last game on the schedule for later today. Uh, but of course, the big question is, where is Penn State basketball going to be heading? I sort of discussed this a little bit in yesterday's podcast, but of course, that got me thinking, maybe I should investigate this a little bit further. Because as I've said before, I'm not the biggest Penn State basketball guy. You know, Nobody's ever going to come to me for breaking down college basketball. I can give you my gut reaction opinions and my reactions, and I have always felt that there is no reason why Penn State should be such a mediocre level at best college basketball program when they are in the Big Ten and they have the resources that Penn State has. And you don't have to look very far within the Penn State community to see that this is an athletic department that is well-equipped and willing to go out and make a splash. 
you know, we're talking about a wrestling program that was already really good. And what did they do? They go out and hire the best coach available in Cal Sanderson. Uh, the, the championships just continue on from there. Uh, ice hockey, Penn State decided to invest heavily in their ice hockey program. And now their hockey program is among the best in the region and continuing to get better and grow. As far as the Big Ten college hockey is moving forward as well, Penn State is being a big part of that. And of course, you've seen success in volleyball. Ball. you've seen success in what field hockey soccer uh, there's so much success around where Penn State is as an athletics department and yeah that extends to the football field too I, I will say that a couple New Year's six bowl games in recent years three trips one Big Ten championship yeah this is a Penn State program or a Penn State athletics department that is not afraid to go out and make big splashes and put together some really top-notch high-quality programs so why has men's basketball been such a constant struggle? That, to me, is the biggest question that I don't know if I'll ever really get a full answer other than Penn State doesn't really care about men's basketball. That seems to be the opinion that a lot of people that follow this program a lot closer than I seem to come back to. Uh, you know, Calmness, opinioniters, whatever the case may be. It just feels as though Penn State men's basketball is kind of the forgotten child in the Penn State Athletics Department. Now, maybe I'm being too harsh. Again, I don't follow it as closely as some of you guys may. Uh, that's why nobody's ever coming to me for opinions on Penn State basketball. But I'm going to give you the, my opinion because I do feel that there really is no excuse for two tournament trips in the past two decades. It really, like I said yesterday, two tournament trips since the turn of the century. Yeah, some NIT success, and maybe NIT is where Penn State is going to be potentially heading this year. But I just feel as though that is just incomprehensible that Penn State has been to two NCAA tournaments since we flipped over to the year 2000. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. So this is a big moment for Penn State and Sandy Barber, the athletics director, and where this program is going to be moving forward. Because by all counts, it doesn't look as though uh, Ferry is going to be keeping the job, uh, the interim head coach. He's certainly uh, a guy that's been targeted as a potential target for uh, Fordham, as we mentioned yesterday. Uh, but there's really no reason to believe that Penn State is going to stick with Jim Ferry moving forward as they try to find their next hire. And there are certainly some really good high-quality assistants just within the Big Ten. And if you go to BlackShoeDiaries.com, I, I believe Tim Iden uh, put together a really good list, uh, a whole bunch of candidates to run through. You should definitely check that out. Of course, Tim is one of the best when it comes to college football or college basketball commentary uh, when it comes to Penn State, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, really enjoyed his list that he put together. Uh, Mark Schmidt, St. Bonaventure head coach. Pat Kelsey, Winthrop head coach. Uh, you got some good uh, assistant coaches just within the Big Ten. As I said, uh, Sadie Washington from Michigan. Uh, Dwayne Stevens from Michigan State. Uh, the guy from Purdue, Micah Shrewsbury, seems to be a guy that uh, could potentially be a guy worth keeping an eye on. So these are the kinds of names that you're looking for. I think you're looking for top-notch, high-quality assistance from successful basketball programs. Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, they are the kind of mold that Penn State should be aiming to uh, embody as they move forward as a program. 
They did try that with Pat Chambers coming out of Villanova, and I always thought that that was a really good hire because of Pat Chambers and his relationship with the Philadelphia region, and certainly that paid off a little bit in recruiting. Uh, but and I feel as though that's not a bad alternative to go to Villanova and pull a guy off of Jay Wright's staff. And unless you're going to get Jay Wright, <laughs> I'd be all for that. But uh, one name that I saw somebody in my Facebook feed kind of mention, I don't know if it was jokingly or just kind of uh, casually uh, commenting, uh, Joe Crispin former Nittany Lion basketball star, currently the head coach of Rowan University in New Jersey, Division Three program. Seems like a guy that could be pretty interesting to keep an eye on. Again, I don't know how much uh, seriousness Joe Crispin may actually have. You know, it is bringing in somebody familiar with the Penn State basketball program, obviously, and has been a part of the highs of this program uh, in this century. So I can understand where that might be a good way to go about it, but I just feel as though if you're Penn State, now is your moment that you do not want to mess this up. You can go out and put together as much research and do as many interviews as you need. You need to make the right hire here. I don't know who that right hire is, but this is a very key hire because there's really no excuse for Penn State men's basketball to be as lacking in success as it has been since the dawn of time. Well, I don't know about you guys, but when I was going home from work yesterday, I actually rolled the windows down on my drive home because it was in the 60s. And yeah, the weather's going to start getting nicer. It's going to be a little bit more enjoyable to take that car out for the ride. And if you're thinking about making sure that your car or truck is in pristine condition to hit the roads as you get back out there for the summer and the warmer months ahead, now's a good time to check out rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving customers for all their auto parts needs for 20 years. And the reason they've been able to do so is because they make this as straightforward and painless as possible. All you have to do is go to RockAuto.com and you enter the make and model of your car or truck. And it brings you up the entire catalog of everything they have available for your car. And they're going to give you the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a complete novice or you're actually a professional who actually knows what they're doing. They're going to give you the best prices possible and keep you coming back. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the Parts available for your vehicle right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right guys listen up if you're looking to find a little bit more confidence in the bedroom but you really don't want to go out of your way and let people know what's going on Blue Chew is here for you. Blue Chew is the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost Bluetooth tablets combat all forms of ED, and they can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Bluetooth is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and absolutely no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And best of all, it ships right to your door in a nice little discreet package so nobody has to know what's going on behind closed doors. The process is incredibly simple. Just sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their online licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription just within days. The best part, again, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are totally chewable. And best of all, they're even made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than at pharmacy. If you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay $5 of shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code locked on, and receive your first month free. 
And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. Betting on the college basketball tournament doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review, start making more informed bets, and start winning some money this basketball season. Before I move on, I do want to make a quick error clarification or correction, I should say, from yesterday's podcast. When I was talking about the start of spring football practices at Penn State, which are going to get started next week, I also mentioned that Penn State's pro day was going to be on the same day that the spring practices start. And I believe I said that that was March 15th. Well, after the episode was recorded and uploaded and everything, I realized that I said the wrong date. And the pro day for Penn State is actually scheduled for March 25th. So it's 10 days after what I was originally saying. Now, a lot of the stuff I said in yesterday's podcast regarding the importance of pro day, that still is unchanged. I'm not adjusting any of that, but I just wanted to make a quick clarification that I believe I said the wrong date for Penn State's Pro Day in yesterday's podcast. So it is scheduled for March 25th. So we've got a little bit more time to look forward to that and talk about how important that will be for a couple of different uh, NFL prospects coming out of Penn State. And I'm, I'm curious if they're going to bring in anybody from other schools. I know sometimes that's something that uh, some of these bigger schools do. They invite uh, some players that may be from smaller schools within the state, give them a chance to uh, shine in a pro day atmosphere. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, especially with COVID and everything, but um, you know, I'll keep an eye out for that as well. Uh, so now I actually want to take a quick look at some of the more national headlines that are going on around college football. Uh, a couple of things we've kind of touched on already this week on the podcast, but I want to just bring them into your attention one more time. Uh, the big news this week is actually coming out of the Kansas football program. It's not every day we're talking about Kansas football, but they did officially fire less miles. They worked out a, an exit agreement where they're going to be paying less miles not to coach. Uh, shortly after they made that decision to move on from Les Miles after his uh, investigation from his time at LSU was came to uh, revelation. Uh, Kansas also canned their AD, <laughs> Jeff Long, a former college football playoff a spokesperson, uh, Jeff Long, or chair, I should say, of the selection committee. He is now out of a job. So um, <laughs> Jeff Long, I, I think, was pretty much uh, expected to be removed as the AD because after they made the decision to move on from Les Miles, Jeff Long had a statement saying that they did their due diligence in hiring Les Miles and making sure there was nothing uh, dirty coming along with him from his time at LSU. Uh, you make that statement and you see all the information that is out there about Les Miles. Yeah, you're, you're losing your job. So yeah, J Jeff Long is out. So now Kansas is not only looking for a new head football coach, uh, but they will also be looking for a new athletics director. I do not believe at this time that this will have any impact on Penn State. As I said yesterday, I don't anticipate that Kansas is going to be pulling anybody off of the Penn State staff. No, James Franklin's not leaving Penn State for Kansas. But, uh, you know, offense coordinator, defense coordinator, those would probably be the most likely candidates that could be out there for Kansas. You know, Mike Yurcich has probably put himself on track to be a head coach at some point in time. But I don't think that that's going to be the move that Mike Yurcich would be making right now. Certainly, he has experience in the Big 12. Uh, but I don't think that Penn State fans need to worry about that not just yet. I fully expect that Kansas is probably going to go the interim route, coach route for the 2021 season and then have that national search for a new candidate to be the next head coach of Kansas 
uh, moving forward. You know, do they pull somebody out of the Big Ten? We'll have to keep an eye out for that, but I don't think that Penn State's going to be on that Kansas radar when they're going through that coaching search. Obviously, if anything pops up, we'll talk about it uh, because it would be pretty interesting, but I don't think Penn State fans will have to worry about what's going on in Kansas. Uh, and even the athletics director search, I don't think Kansas is going to be looking at Penn State. I don't think Sandy Barber was leaving Penn State to go to Kansas by any stretch of the imagination. So I, I think things will be okay right there. Uh, closer to home in the Big Ten, at least, uh, Ohio State has paused their football activity for one week due to a COVID situation. Yeah, here we go with that storyline once again. You know, spring practices are starting up around the country. Uh, some schools are already in there. Uh, Penn State will be getting started next week. This is going to be something that happens. I think Notre Dame had to shut down their practices at some point um, a couple weeks ago, too. So, you know, you're going to start seeing these headlines once again. I don't think we need to push any panic buttons. I mean, we are just talking about spring practices right now. It's not like we're adjusting the the weekly college football schedule at this point in time. Uh, but obviously, you got to do what's best. And if you need to shut things down, now's a good time to do it because you have spring. And I think uh, canceling or putting things on hold in the spring actually gives you a little bit more flexibility uh, until we reach a point where everything has to shut down again, which knocking on wood, <laughs> I don't think we're going to have to do that. But uh, hopefully we don't have to do that. But I, I do think that as long as we're avoiding that kind of uh, alternate route, I, I think you have some flexibility. You can make up spring practices if you need to or if you feel it's necessary. Uh, obviously, you want every team to be able to go through a full spring practice. Okay, Even if you hate Ohio State, you, know, you want everybody to be going through things as safely as possible, uh, as much as possible. So if Ohio State has to pause their football activity for one week, we'll see where we are a week from now. Obviously, Ohio State is going to do what's best for the health and safety of their players, their coaches, and everybody else that has to work within a football program and really a whole athletics department. So we'll obviously wish the best for luck for everything that's going on with Ohio State. I uh, did not mention this the other day, or I, I don't think I mentioned this the other day. Indiana head coach Tom Allen has signed a contract extension through 2027. Uh, very well-deserved. Uh, you know, quite honestly, he had one of the best years in coaching in the Big Ten last season, uh, obviously at Penn State's expense to start off the year. But Indiana had a very good year and Indiana has really improved over the last couple of years. And guess what? They're going to be pretty good once again this year, especially if Michael Penix Jr. is going to be healthy once again. We saw how dangerous he can be. Uh, you know, Penn State's going to have the revenge game in state college this year. I'm already circling that game on my schedule, but uh, I do think that you know, Tom Allen certainly is well deserving of that. We've heard his name floated around there as a potential coaching candidate for other opportunities, uh, but he is stuck at Indiana, at least for now. And even though he has that contract extension through 2027, that is nothing more than job security in this game. If Tom Allen continues to have success with the Hoosiers, his name is probably going to be coming up once again in the next round of the coaching carousel for some more lucrative jobs. No disrespect to Indiana, but I think Tom Allen could be a good coach in a couple of different places as well. We'll see what opportunities are out there when they come around. I thought he might actually be a pretty interesting candidate hire for, uh, for Tennessee uh, when that job was opened. But I do think that uh, Indiana's got a good coach in Tom Allen. You know, it took me a while to warm up to him. Uh, but I certainly, I, I feel his energy. I, I think sometimes it gets a little carried away. But you know what? His players buy into it. By all means, it's working for them. I'm not going to sit here and stand in the way. I think Tom Allen is a really good coach for Indiana. I'd be very curious to see if Indiana has the same kind of success in 2021 as they did in 2020. Because I do think that Penn State bounces back this year. 
I think Michigan is capable of playing better. So, you know, things could be a little bit more difficult for Indiana uh, next season. But again, we'll see. Indiana is going to be pretty dangerous. I'm going to leave it at that. In the world of media, though, just a couple quick headlines. Obviously, the big news this week, I think, is uh, ESPN getting the NHL deal once again. But uh, we're not going to talk about that one right now. But Eli Manning, more ESPN news. Eli Manning is going to be hosting his own show, similar to his brother's uh, show, Peyton's Places. Uh, it's going to be called Eli's Places. And while Peyton Manning kind of uh, has a show where he goes to, I guess, different NFL historic sites or whatever and talks to the NFL people, it looks like Eli Manning is going to get this chance to do the same kind of thing, but focusing on college football, which I think is going to be pretty cool. Uh, so if you have ESPN+, Plus, I, I imagine this is going to start for this year. But I think Eli's place is, is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, I'm not the biggest Eli Manning fan, but I, I think sending Eli Manning and on going to these different college uh, destinations, that could be pretty interesting to me. So I'm very much looking forward to giving that one a chance when that one comes around. I didn't watch a lot of Peyton's uh, places because uh, I really wasn't all that interested. But you send uh, Eli Manning to some college football uh, destinations. I, I might give it a look. Let me know what you guys think as well. And, of course, with uh, former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer moving on to the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars, there's a seat left open at the Fox studio uh, as an analyst, and that is now going to Bob Stoops, uh, former Oklahoma head coach. He's going to be coming out of his, I guess, retirement, and he's going to be getting involved in media. He was hired by Fox Sports. Uh, again, he's going to fill the vacancy left by Urban Meyer as a studio analyst. I have no idea if it'll work out. And I know Urban Meyer was highly regarded in his media role, uh, but from his first retirement when he was in the booth uh, calling games, including some at Penn State, and of course uh, his time with Fox uh, as a studio analyst, a lot of people seem to like it. And, you know, I didn't watch a whole lot of Fox's coverage uh, in studio. I'm still a college game day person. If I have to watch any pregame show, I don't watch as much of the pregame coverage as I used to, but you know, I'm still going to go to college game day. I might flip over to Fox, but I really never really saw a draw to what Fox was doing uh, with their pregame coverage. As much as they tried, I applauded them for it, but it just never really, never really won me over. Uh, so I never really watched a whole lot of it. And I don't really watch a whole lot of the halftime coverage as well. So uh, I kind of missed some of the Urban Meyer stuff. I kind of saw clips of here and there. Uh, so very curious to see what Bob Stoops does. I think Bob Stoops could be pretty interesting. Uh, certainly, he's got a really good college football mind. So I'll be interested to see how that works out for Fox. I don't know what they're doing with the rest of their staff, if they're bringing everybody back like Reggie Bush and Matt Leiner. But I do think that Fox is trying something. They got a good name in Bob Stoops. I don't know how well it will translate on uh, TV, but I guess we'll find out. The Big Ten tournament will continue today, and now's a good time to go and check out all the latest odds that have been updated with some of the new matchups and take a look at the conference title odds with your friends from betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Lots of stuff going on right now at the conference basketball tournaments. Of course, the big college basketball tournament is getting them underway next week. You can also continue to make your picks on the NHL and, of course, the NBA post the All-Star break. Lots of ways to get involved with BetOnline. Heck, they even cover award shows, TV shows, reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds on props on just about anything you could possibly imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it is the best way to place your bets, and it's totally free to sign up and listen to this. They've got a deal that you're not going to get on any other sports gambling website out there. Head to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive a 50% 
welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. And what makes this so unique compared to other websites is this is an unlimited welcome bonus. It doesn't matter what your first deposit is. If you use the promo code locked on, they are going to give you 50% on top of that into your account. That is a lot of opportunities to make some free money. And of course, if you're listening to the locked on bets, you're going to make some free money with your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you use that promo code locked on. And it is time once again to update you on the Built Bar Bracket 2021, the sweetest game around. We're looking to try and find the top Built Bar from our friends at Built Bar. They are the guys that make the best tasting protein bar on the market. It tastes just like a chocolate bar, but now they want to know which one of their amazing flavors is the absolute best. And guys, I got to tell you, there was a little bit of an upset in the first round with my personal favorite, the Orange going down head-to-head against peanut butter. First of all, terrible job by the seeding committee to put these two in a first-round matchup. But peanut butter advances on. It's going to take on the highly-rated coconut puff in the Sweet 16. And, of course, Mint Brownie gets off their bye week. They're going to host Toffee Almond, who comes out of top against Banana Nut Bread. But they're still looking for more. A couple spots to be determined today as Lemon Almond Cheesecake goes up against Carrot Cake with Walnuts. My goodness, that is a dessert head-to-head matchup for the ages. I'm going Lemon Almond Cheesecake, though. That's one of my new latest flavors that I'm really enjoying. I'm thinking uh, Lemon Almond Cheesecake in a route against Carrot Cake with Walnuts. In the other game, we have a Caramel Brownie, a big favorite over Cherry Barcia, and there's no way that Caramel Brownie is going to go down today. They will look to take on double chocolate in the next round if my picks go right, but you get a chance to cast your vote as well. Go to BuiltBar.com and make sure you check it out on Twitter by following them at Bar underscore Built for all the latest updates on their tournament. Go to BuiltBar.com, follow them on Twitter, Bar underscore Built, and remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Go to LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network will be live on Selection Sunday, March 14th, reacting to who's in and who's out of the NCAA tournament. Big Ten Ben Stevens and Josh Neighbors host Selection Sunday live with local experts from around the Locked On College Network of Podcasts. Follow Locked On Live on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook today and watch our live Selection Sunday special on March 14th. One last story I wanted to touch on before I close out today's episode is because I'm a little bit curious about the future of alternative professional football. Now, obviously, the NFL is king. There's nothing that's going to be coming to dethrone the NFL anytime soon. Uh, Of course, the pandemic last year shut down Matt McGloin and the XFL in the midst of its revival. And that's unfortunate because I really did feel like I was having some fun watching the XFL at the point in time. I thought it was a much improved product over the original XFL from back in the day. I really felt as though they were taking football a little bit more seriously. And I felt like there was potential room for growth for this spring football league, which we all know has a terrible history when you're talking about spring professional football leagues. But I felt like there was at least some 
promise for where the XFL was heading as a product. And it may have been a long way to go before it was going to be a sustained product, but obviously things had to shut down as much as everything else. Uh, Since then, the XFL has been sold. There's a new ownership group uh, that's leading the way. And they had the target of starting up their league once again in 2022 after taking some time to kind of regroup and reorganize. And right now, those plans are currently on hold, but it's not for the reason that you might expect. You know, with the pandemic still ongoing, it's because they're entering negotiations or at least discussions with the Canadian Football League to try and work out some kind of working relationship between the two. And guys, I think this is awesome. <laughs> I am so excited about what this potentially could mean moving forward for football in general but of course this opens up the door for some interesting possibilities for maybe say some Penn Staters that don't get a chance to go into the NFL you get a chance to watch more Penn Staters and other college football players that are still looking to pursue life in professional football but maybe do so in a brand new and exciting way I have no idea what this means all I know is the XFL and the CFL they both come out with their statements saying that they are happy to be working together and trying to figure out a way that they can move forward as a combined product I don't know if this is necessarily like a merger I don't think we're talking that just yet I really do think that they want to have an XFL and the CFL as they currently stand and then maybe have some kind of working relationship between them. Maybe the rosters are kind of fluid between the two leagues. Maybe you have your separate uh, separate leagues going head-to-head, but maybe you have some crossover matchups. Maybe you pit champion versus champion at the end. Maybe you have a combined playoff system. I don't know what this means. Maybe you have relegation. I, I don't know where we're going here uh, because there are certainly much different leagues in the CFL than traditional American football. Uh, so I, I don't know exactly what all has to be worked out, but it is cool to see uh, two viable entities in the world of professional football coming together and saying, we think that we can work on something together and that can totally enrich both of our individual products, but maybe allow for more opportunities for some college football players who maybe aren't getting a chance to go right into the NFL. So I think this is a pretty cool idea. Obviously, I think the XFL and the CFL, they they know that the NFL is still kind of like the top dog and everything and nobody's going to be challenging that, but maybe having a system in place where you can have more viable product uh, available and more opportunities that are at least uh, in, in interesting, <laughs> to say the least, I think that that could work out. So I have no idea where we're going here. I know that I'm going to be paying very close attention to this. Uh, and no, I don't think we're going to be entering a territory where uh, an XFL-CFL merger damages the potential product of college football. I know that's something that uh, seems to be growing in concern for some over the last few years as you know we're talking more about name image and likeness and whether or not players should be going more to these alternative professional leagues uh, if they're eligible and I don't think we're going to be getting there yet I don't think the XFL and CFL are going to come up with a plan that's going to ruin college football for everybody I just I, I don't think that that's a viable uh, option uh, and I think college football as an institution overall it has its flaws there's no question about that but I don't think that uh, e- even in uh, an era where we're not Uh, contributing to players for their name, image, and likeness just yet uh, the way that we probably should be or will be. I think college football will survive just fine. I don't think this is going to be any hint of danger for college football, but I'll be very curious to see what the XFL and CFL cook up in the months to come. And hopefully they are able to play football again in 2022 because I know 
I'm really excited about watching more XFL football. I know maybe that makes me a loser. I don't know. Maybe I'm just starved for football this time of year. I know the FCS is out there, but I really did feel like the XFL had something working for them last year when things got shut down. And I want to see that continue. I want to see it pick up where it left off and hopefully improve from there. And maybe they do so with the CFL. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. Thank you so much for listening, spending some time with me, whatever you may be doing, wherever you may be right now. It's been a while since I've said this, but hopefully you guys are all doing very well right now. I know some of you are probably still working from home. Uh, if this is podcast is providing you any kind of distraction or comfort, I hope that that is the case. and I hope this uh, sees you well as we all continue to try and get better and getting back to some more normalcy. I think we're taking some steps forward there, but hopefully this podcast sees you in as good a possible situation as you can have right now. And with that, I want to thank you guys for subscribing and rating and reviewing. It really does help out with the podcast moving forward as we continue to try and improve and grow this show. Uh, Lots of feedback, lots of support from you guys. Could not be more thankful for that. So I do thank you guys for all the help you've given us with the subscriptions, the ratings and reviews. And if you haven't done so, please take a moment when you get a chance and do that today or by the end of the week. No pressure. Just, Just asking for a friend. Uh, You can also make sure you are following us on our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram on the username LockedOnNittany. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. And check out my college football content on AthlonSports.com. I'm also on Patreon at Patreon.com slash KevinMcGuire. Make sure you go 1-0 today because you can't go 1-0 this week unless you go 1-0 today. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you guys all again tomorrow. Thank you.